You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome to the latest episode of the Organic Fitness Podcast. Okay, if you're a first-time listener, welcome to the show. If you're a long-time listener, welcome back. So we're going to cover four main topics today in this episode. Okay, I'll outline what's coming up straight off the bat. We have organic food for optimal health is the first topic. Followed by, should I hit my macros or calories, which are more important? Okay, in relation to organic apples and their benefits and them being so important right now because they're in season in Ireland. Yes, they are. And then moving on to number four, training five days a week. Should I be doing it? What are my thoughts on this? And those are our four main topics today. So we'll get off by talking about optimal health. And that's kind of my viewpoint and where my standpoint is in relation to why I put out the information that I do. I want people to be healthier. I want people to be fitter. And we have to talk about and we can talk about the likes of being healthy without touching on organic produce or organic foods or anything that's chemical free. Why? Because that's the gold standard. Because too many people don't understand the difference, the taste and the health benefits when they start to consume whole single ingredient foods that are from local produce, where they're growing a little bit of their own, where they're going to the farmer's markets and they're finding it but the whole idea is you cannot gain the advantage of something you do not do. You have to go to the health food shops and buy the products. You have to go to the farmer's markets and find them. I'm helping people source these areas out themselves in the areas that they're located in all throughout Ireland. But the thing is, you have to help yourself and find the time to go to the farmer's market to get that fresh produce that Ireland can produce, that people can have in the fridges at optimal nutrition for yourself, you see, because when you go shopping, whether it be at the Little Rallies or any of the other stores that are offering things for the likes of 49 cents, which is a massive, massive up for me, because how can you possibly think that something can be sown, something can be harvested, something can be packaged, something can be delivered and sit in the fridge in one store then go home in the car with you and expect to pay 49 cents for it. Because the price is not paid at the counter. I have to emphasize that enough. What you're paying for isn't really what you want. Because you want something of optimal nutrition if you have any value on your health. You buy the likes of something that has increased vitamin and minerals increased antioxidants and doesn't contain the likes of harsh chemicals that have negative effects on not only your microbiome but your skin health and your overall energy levels which can as be a result of glyphosate which is active ingredient in roundup which can be used on commercial farms in and around the crops and then is found in the water table and absorbed back up directly by that crop or those crops that you consume that are not fully registered as organic, okay? So you need to source out for yourself and find a chemical-free organic produce grower for yourself. 
in any of the products, looking out for the green logo on the product. If you're unsure about any foods that are organic, contact me and I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can because I want people to be healthier. I want people to be fitter. You see, because organic produce, is what this is what they don't have. They don't have herbicides. They don't use pesticides, okay? They don't have antibiotics, whether it be a meat source that you're consuming. And something that I've seen again, I, I see, I see is when it, there's a quote that comes straight to mind, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I want you to take a look out into the fields that have been recently sprayed, okay, by the farmers. It's because they don't know and they don't understand that what they're doing to the soil and to the grass and is is nonsensical because there are other ways. But this is what they've done for hundreds of years and my father did it, they'll say, and my great-grandfather did it and so on and so forth. But this one is a is a is something that astonishes me. I've seen it again, I'm just gonna point it out. Its fields have been sprayed and turned completely orange. And then what happens is makes no sense to me. They put cattle, cows, out on that field to graze it, to graze the dying dead grass. And as a result of that, the toxins have barely gone into the plant and killed the are killing the likes of the roots. But the cows, I'm rubbing my face here, I can't imagine it again, are going to consume that. And then, who's the end consumer of the likes of that beef or that dairy? You are, we are. Which, it's terrible to think why and how that can actually happen. It's going to assure you that it doesn't happen on organic farms. It cannot because they're regularly tested by whatever governing body is they are registered with. Myself and the small plot that I have, an orchard, a veg patch, a polytunnel, a glass house, is registered by Organic Trust. And just look out for that yourselves at this moment in time because farmers are doing it at this time of year. And... It upsets me to think that people don't know about this and I'm trying to put out the information that will benefit people and try to change people's mindsets away from conventional farming to a more chemical-free, more sustainable because we cannot continue to farm this way. We cannot continue to eat foods and support those farmers that do that. Not to say that every farmer does it, but I'm just trying to point and make a point that Organic farmers cannot do that because they're tested. The whole idea of it is conventional farmers have the opportunity and a high percentage of them do. I'm just outlining that point that when they use pesticides and when they use herbicides on the weeds and the, the crops in and around the plants that we then consume, if you're consuming conventional produce, you have a negative effect. It's affecting you. And then I always, I often say this quote that you cannot gain the advantage of something that you do not do eating whole single ingredient organic produce where possible where you can possibly find it if you're unsure of foods contact me okay i punch you in the right direction not only affecting as i said with these herbicides these pesticides these antibiotics soil health or gut health and when you eat organic produce it's not only good for you but it's good for the earth it's good for the soil because if we keep going the way we're going we won't be able to produce enough food for ourselves so that's my sixpence on organic food for optimal health, which is so important. So we'll move on to my next question that got sent in to me by an individual that I'm currently training. It's 
should I hit my macros or my calories first? So we'll just break it down into two separate for, uh, areas first. So what are your macros? Macros are the three things the body runs off. We need to consume these items. These are carbohydrates. These are healthy fats. And these are proteins. Okay. These do three different things for the body. Most people know that we should consume protein. Most people know that we should consume carbohydrates. And most people know we should consume carbohydrates. But what amounts? That is determined off your current height and your current activity levels and your age. So to say we should consume 140 grams of protein a day, that's what everybody should consume, is incorrect because we're all different. We all have different activity levels, different training. And as a result of that, it's a different number. So what you can do is to focus on getting a minimum of 1.5 of your own weight in kg. So I'll give the example, much easier, I'll round it down to myself. It's 70 grams. If you're 70, sorry, kg of an individual, you one, so that's 70, and half of 70 is 35. So that's 105 grams minimum to maintain the current body weight that I do have, okay? And it's the most important of the three main macros. Why? Because it maintains muscle protein. It keeps you satiated, fuller for longer. And as well as that, it helps build lean muscle tissue. And it's good for skin health because when we repair cells, I talk about muscles, it also repairs cells and our bodies need cells and your skin is as well. So if you want improved health, if you want improved muscle repair and improved skin health, you need to consume protein from the likes of organic produce what I recommend. And I'll give the examples of produce that I recommend plant-based sources first. Okay, so the likes of tempeh, the likes of tofu, the likes of endemi beans are all complete protein sources as well as quinoa. But the first three are more so important because they don't contain carbohydrates. So they're high in protein and they're low in carbohydrates. Another one, if you can tolerate dairy, is the likes of yogurt, okay? Yogurt is beneficial to some individuals. There are soy yogurts. There are also dairy, dairy yogurts. So dairy yogurts typically being higher in protein, and you can get the likes of a lower fat one, which will make it easier for you to hit your protein targets because we have to hit our protein targets, especially if we're training and if we're talking about improving on the current physique we have. That's what I help people do, to find out foods that contain protein that they can consume on a regular basis each and every day because we must do it not one day, not a Tuesday, all the days of the week. Okay, and other sources that I recommend are lentils. But lentils have carbohydrates, which is then the body's first source of energy, which moves me on to the next main macro. Okay, carbohydrates, often demonized, but we must consume them. And where, where what foods would I recommend you to consume carbohydrates from? single ingredient foods, such as for your breakfast, we'll touch on it, okay? The likes of oats, Flavin's oats is what I recommend. Why? Because you can get them organically and maybe in a Waterford, blah, boy, the likes of the oats are simple single ingredient foods. You can make overnight oats. You can even make oat bread. They're a major fan of, and on my YouTube channel, if you're not currently checking that out, I have a bread that you make with the likes of yogurt, whether it be dairy or a be soya. And it's another way of bumping up your protein and either having it as a quick snack because one slice of it breaks down to about six grams of protein and that's complete protein when you're using the likes of soya or dairy. Because you can have incomplete proteins, which I have touched on in a separate podcast, but I'll briefly touch on it here. Incomplete protein sources, as I mentioned one other, lentils. You can have chickpeas, you can have beans, you can have nuts, and you can have seeds. 
However, if you mix the likes of those, pasta is another one, pasta with the likes of peas or beans, that makes a complete protein, okay, containing all the nine essential amino acids. Okay, so some people are unsure of, oh, chickpeas has protein, but does it have enough protein? The whole idea of it is, we don't eat typically just chickpeas on its own. Just like if you eat chicken, you don't just, just eat chicken on its own. You have chicken with rice or chicken with potatoes or chicken with lentils if you're getting into the likes of more plant-based meals. And that's what I'm trying to get people to do. Try these foods. Try these foods and gain the benefit from them because lentils is another one that's really high plant protein. And as a result of that, you can then add the likes of chickpeas. You can add the likes of high plant bean protein in black beans, which also contain antioxidants, such as the likes of anthocyanins, which can improve your cognitive function. And as well as that, these are single ingredient foods, but then you're adding spices, and spices also contain antioxidants. And what do antioxidants do? They improve your body's ability to deal with stress, okay? They help your body recover. So that's another thing that would increase your energy levels. And as a result of that, you're going to get magnesium in the beans. And the magnesium helps you relax and ease your muscles after training, and you get a better night's sleep, and you're better night's sleep, you again recover faster, you have more energy because as a result of you getting your decent night's sleep. So when you do one thing in relation to your health, it has a massive knock-on to the next. Okay, so those carbohydrates, we must consume them again in our diet. Okay, and I help people tailor the percentages that they should get of the protein, of the carbohydrates, and the final of the macronutrients is your fats. So the fats are again from I recommend like the pumpkin seeds that contain zinc, especially important for men, okay, because we don't consume enough of zinc, and zinc is the main precursor to testosterone, especially important for building lean muscle tissue for men. However, we don't, um, women don't have the same effect when they consume zinc, so it's just important to know for men in particular, because men lose zinc when they ejaculate. So there's your sixpence on the likes of we need to consume zinc. Zinc is also found in also all different types of red meat. However, pumpkin seeds is also high and it doesn't contain, it doesn't have the likes of saturated fats found in other meat sources, red, red meat in particular. So touch on that point in relation to what zinc is important for men and women, iron is more important because they typically lose blood due to their menstruation cycle, making it extremely important for them to consume enough iron. Where can women get iron from plant-based sources? We have it in the likes of lentils. We have it in the likes of beans. We also have it in molasses. There's a couple of different areas. And dark leafy greens is another one. You got kale, you got spinach, you got rainbow chard. And these are the likes of veg that are in season that you can get at farmer's markets. Again, you're not sure where to get them. You don't know how to cook them. You can't take me. I'll send on the likes of cooking meals straight to you. This is what I do. I help people live a healthier, happier life with single ingredient foods so they can live a happier, healthier life for themselves. So those are the three main macros. So nuts and seeds are a massive one in relation to those. It'll be chia seeds that have healthy fats and they have omega-3 and omega-6, which is important in the diet. Omega-6 is inflammatory, and the omega-3 is anti-inflammatory. So they must be consumed in certain ratios. I also help people with consuming the right amount of ratios in those two healthy fats. Nuts and seeds. And each one of the seeds that you consume 
are beneficial, such as hemp seeds is another one that I highly recommend. It also bumps up your protein content when you get them from the likes of pumpkin seeds. That's extremely high. You can get them in hemp seeds that has a decent ratio of omega-3 in that bad boy as well, which is so important because not enough people are getting omega-3s in their diet. Too much omega-6, such as found in excessive amounts when you eat too much red meat in particular. So that's something. And if you have excessive amount of omega-6 in your diet, it can cause inflammatory problems such as skin, poor skin and spots on the face predominantly or on the back and or on legs. So when anyone's suffering with skin issues, something that you could incorporate into your diet is the likes of higher omega-3. However, with the likes of foods that contain omega-3, they often contain omega-6 as well. So it's about consuming a higher omega-3 without consuming too much of those foods that have the both of them. So it's a balance again, in case of life balance. Being healthy and being fit was never easy. If it was, we'd all have the perfect skin, we'd all have the perfect body, and we'd all be perfect, as they say. So we move on to the likes of the next topic is organic apples. Okay, these are in season, as I said. Couldn't get them fresher. They're going to be coming into your local health food shops, stores, centres, if someone's delivering them to an area near you. I have a couple of apple trees that I will be delivering in down to the likes of Inishan and Centra and other small health food stores in Bandon, such as maybe Uru's and the likes of Antoberine. So stay tuned for that. And when you're getting organic apples, it's another point to touch on. They're a natural antihistamine. They contain vitamin C. So for those people suffering with the sniffles or sinus, <laughs> my God, excuse me, <laughs> sinus problems at uh, this moment in time, coming into the the start of, we we'll call it the, the, the flu season, the winter season. And as a result of that, having the likes of vitamin C from apples, you're not only going to gain the vitamin C, you don't have to take that stupid tablet in the morning, you can pop that out, you know, out of the way into the bin or just don't take it, just eat whole foods, god damn it, and then fiber, it's going to give you fiber, and it's the type of fiber, and it's, apples are labeled as prebiotics, okay, a lot of us have heard about these probiotics in foods that are good for gut health, what the hell is prebiotics, prebiotics are foods that contain high levels of fiber, and pectin being the fiber found in the likes of apples, and fiber is good for gut health, and gut health is good for stronger immune systems. You're less likely to get sick, and you're going to be stronger and be healthier as a result of that. So with organic apples as well, another benefit of them, they're natural sugars, okay? But they do contain sugars, so one tip I do recommend is to have the likes of apple slices with cinnamon sprinkled. Pop them bad boys in the oven, take them out 10, 15 minutes later, and put a dollop of Greek-style yogurt whether it be soya or dairy, whatever you prefer, make sure it's goddamn organic. And as a result of that, then you're getting protein and you're getting natural sugars and the cinnamon contains high levels of antioxidants. It's one of the top five. So there's your little dessert, bish bash bash, sorted for the week or as soon as you listen to this podcast. And with organic apples, they have higher antioxidants. So many benefits to them. Get them local, get them fresh, get them while they're sweet. Don't mind getting the stuff shipped around when they're in season. You need to take the opportunity to get them to benefit you. Okay, and with organic apples, again, they're grown without the likes of those harsh chemicals. 
just herbicides and pesticides and we've already touched on that so I'll, I'll move on to the final question in relation to training five days a week is this okay so this came in of someone I'm currently training and the likes of training Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and then they were inquiring about in relation to could I do even a six day so I must stress that training five days and even six days a week is quite excessive that's nearly every day of the week if you're doing six and it's important to note that being healthy and being fit isn't always about how many days we train and ask yourself are you and why are you training firstly because i'll just give myself as my own best example i have come into the realization as i've been extremely active and I regularly train and it's become part of my life and that's what it needs to become. It needs to have, it needs to be a routine and make it fit your lifestyle. And whether if you want to train five days or whether you want to train six days, is that sustainable for you? Because when you reach that fitness goal, if you train for the five days or the six days, or even if you do the seven, if you're all hell bound out and you're going to rock it for the full month or two months, what happens then? Do you, throw the wheels off the wagon to you say I've reached like that destination and now whew, I can let the belt loose again and go out and live a totally different life well then you're not going to currently going to maintain the current fitness level that you had when and when you reach that target of a certain percentage of body fat or a certain dress size that you wanted to fit into for an event or just for yourself or for for your own well-being so the whole idea of it is you need to ask yourself why do you train and why do you want to train for five days or six days and i'll just give my um sixpence in relation to training it's why do i train I, i'm often asked as well i train to improve but i also Train to prevent myself getting anxious. <clears throat> it's a it's a natural natural de-stressor for myself because I have to concentrate and I have to focus on the training that I'm doing to give it my all because I have that type A personality because when I do something, I go hell-bound to get it. I don't stop till I get it. But I must emphasize, happiness isn't at a certain percentage of body fat or happiness isn't when you fit into that dress size that you've been hoping and wishing for it's what you do in the day-to-day -day stuff because there's also a quote that comes to mind that don't forget the roses at your feet when you're climbing to the top because there's so many things in life that we often neglect when we start a fitness journey or a fitness goal or a target such as your family and such as your friends and i've come into this quite recently and this is quite a sensitive topic because I don't ever get angry. I don't ever get cross. It'll take a fair amount to upset me. But that's why I train. I train to prevent myself from sitting with my own thoughts too for too long because that's what can happen with some individuals who want to train five and six and even seven days. They're afraid to stop and slow down and Sometimes we need to slow down 
and realize what's in front of us before we we crash and burn because This is just pure raw. I don't have too many notes written down here in front of me. I just wanted to give you my thoughts in relation to it. You can work yourself into the ground and you can train as many days as you like. But remember the fact that you need to do other things in life other than just train. And life isn't all about just training and just eating healthy foods. Foods are meant to be celebrated. And training is, is something that should fit into your lifestyle and life is about a balance and a balance in relation to your health in relation to relationships in relation to your work and the whole idea is there's wealth and there's fulfillment in there too i always think of it as the, the high five and work takes up a high percentage of that that being just have, have your hand out in front of you and think of it as your middle finger that being the longest so you whatever you do in work whatever you work or occupation you currently do that takes up the most time whether you start at eight and finish at four or finish at five something fixed sometimes maybe people might do 12 hours and then you have to fit in your training your training takes up a certain amount of time and then your meal preps such as your food takes up a certain amount of time and then your relation your your likes of your, your family or a significant other takes up a certain percentage of that and then are you saving money in between so there's five main things and you need to have those things in alignment with what you want because we can constantly be on the go 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 in all areas of our life work taking up a high percentage of as i said and then realize that even just going and going and running and working out and training and earning money and saving and hanging out with this person and hanging out with that person or going out with this person or not going out with this person and realize that you have things that you don't want. You have money that can't buy you happiness. Wearing the clothes that you don't want to wear in a place where you don't want to be. So I just want to <clears throat> um, state the fact that make sure what you're doing is sustainable. And remember that we all need to live a balanced life. And that's so key in relation to the foods that you eat, in relation to your long-term overall health. Because that's that's my goal, for people to be healthier and people to be happier. And I'll just give you a small bit of topic. Small bit of a... About two years ago, I trained and trained as hard as I possibly could and tried to get as lean as I ever was. And... To touch on it just straight off the bat, it was unsustainable. I got down to body fat percentage of, it was about 5%, we checked it. And it's something that I didn't want to do because I just wanted to be as lean as I possibly was. That was one of my main goals, just to have visible abs. But remember that when we drop down our body fat percentage, we need fat in our body and fat is essential. So what actually happened was my sex drive went completely down and down to non-existent my hormones such as my hunger and my satiating hormones were messed up and i was extremely anxious and i felt like i needed to train absolutely every day it was six days and sometimes it was the seventh and then on 
the rest day on the seventh day if it wasn't the rest day i would be walking cycling hiking and at a, at a high and a vigorous pace and sometimes if someone wouldn't come with me i would just go on my own and there's another quote another saying that if you want to go far i've messed up that saying but it doesn't matter the whole idea of it is it's not what we should aim for a leaner physique each and every time. There's only so much fat we can lose. There's only so much a lower size and clothes we can wear. But it's to be important to focus in on for a small period if that is your goal. And then after that, then to realize that there's other things in life. It's not just about being as lean as you possibly can. It's not just about losing weight all the time because we can't constantly be in a fat loss phase. We have to have a maintenance. We have to have a lean muscle mass goal for ourselves. And that's what I'm just going to leave it on. So I just want to finish up by saying thanks very much for listening to this podcast and this episode in relation to optimal health. Thanks. And the macros and the calories. We had a brief touch on the proteins, the fats, and the carbs. And the benefits of organic apples. Get them soon get them now it's august and they will be in season in ireland fresh like picking them off the trees as soon as you get them the higher nutrition value they're going to have and then we finally touched on relation to training five days a week making it fit your lifestyle and it's not just about being a certain percent body fat to be happier to be healthier it's about the balance all right as we always say and i always finish up this podcast by saying I really appreciate if somebody or one of you guys could just share this and pass it on to anybody who might gain the benefit of some of the information touched on in today's podcast, whether it be for optimal health, whether it be understanding that we need a certain amount of calories and to focus in on the macros because we need to, maybe I didn't stress this enough, to focus first on the likes of your macros because calories, we can overconsume on calories. So I need you to nail down your protein first, then your healthy fats, and then your carbohydrates in third position. Okay? Stay tuned, stay classy, and keep it organic. You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast.